uh, on our live YouTube stream or on our podcast this morning. Guys, we are so glad that you decided to tune in and join us this morning for Worship in the Word. Church, we've got a pretty full morning, so we are going to go ahead and jump right into things this morning. So first off, I want to invite all of the kids to come down front here as we have Miss Jane come down to join us for Children's Church. And church also, while Miss Jane's making her way down front, can you guys please put your hands together for these kids? Hey kids, go ahead and stand up. So our Bible quizzers had their first quiz meet yesterday and these guys did absolutely amazing. Guys, we are so proud of you for, uh, for the way that you guys performed yesterday and the awesome quiz meet that you guys had. And uh, it's just so awesome to see you guys soaking in God's word. So congratulations. You guys did awesome. All right. Miss Jane, you are up. They did. It was impressive. Did you guys have fun doing it? That's awesome. Are you guys good? Are you ready? Okay, cool. All right. We're going to talk about, can I take off my mask if I stand way over here? It's hard for me to talk with it on. Is that good? All right. We're going to talk about how a Christian is like being a pumpkin. Is that weird? Yeah? So, how many have you ever gone to a pumpkin patch and picked pumpkins? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. So, it's out in the dirt, right? So, God picks you from the patch and brings you in. Can one of you guys read John 15, 16? Come over here. Uh, God picks from a patch and brings you in. John 15, 16. You do not choose me, but I choose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit fruit that will last you so that whatever you ask in my name the father will give you awesome thank you so god picks us from the pumpkin patch no he doesn't where does he pick us out from the world right and what does he want to do with us what does he want to do with us sorry he wants us to Become good Christians. He wants us to be like him, right? Okay, so then he washes all the dirt off of you. How does he do that? What is the dirt in us? Water? Water? What is the dirt in us? Um, dirt. Dirt? What does the dirt look like on us that God wants to wash off? Maddie? No? Bella? You're making me walk today. Sin. Sin! He wants to wash out our sin. Okay, so can you guys read 2 Corinthians 5.17? 
Therefore, if anyone in is in Christ, the, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The, the new is here. So he makes us new, right? He makes us a new person. When we become a Christian, we become a new person. He opens us up. Do you cut off the top of the pumpkin when you want to get it ready for Halloween? <clears throat> so he opens you up and scoops out all the yucky stuff. So what's some of the yucky stuff that we have in us? Sin. Sin. So like, what's some examples? What's some examples? Hmm? Does it say it up there? Here's some examples. He removes the seeds of doubt, fear, hate, and greed. We have a lot of sin, huh? That we have to work on all the time. Romans 6, 6. Who's going to read that? For we know that our old self was con crucified. crucified with him so that the body uh, ruled by sin might be, be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves in sin. Awesome. So God cleans us up, doesn't he? Who likes to pick all that gooey stuff out of the pumpkin? You do? <coughs> That's my not favorite part. <laughs> do you think it's God's favorite part to get us all cleaned up? Get all the ucky stuff out of us? What do you think, Joy? It's just for the ucky. All right, then he carves you a new smiling face. When we become a Christian, we have a new smiling face, do we? We should, right? Who wants to read Psalm 71, 23? Okay, so my lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you have delivered. So he delivers us from our sins, right? All right. And he puts a light inside of you to shine for all the world to see. Who has ever sung this little light of mine? Yeah? Can you sing? Yeah, let's sing it. Let's but read this last scripture. In the same way, let you your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Amen. Father God, thank you for this day, Lord, to give us joy. Thank you for this wonderful day we had together, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Thank you, Miss Jane. Thank you, kids. All right. So, church, we have uh, just a couple of reminders for some upcoming events here at Home Church. And before we get started this morning, just a quick reminder to everybody, if you guys would mind just double-checking your cell phones, make sure that those are on silent uh, before we get started this morning. We would certainly appreciate that. And then, church, today, uh, immediately following second service, uh, our Joy Potluck will be taking place in the gym. So hopefully you guys all remember to bring your favorite side dish to share. Uh, we also have our home youth group who is partnering with Operation Christmas Child and church, they need our help. So we are asking that you guys would please bring donations that we can put in the shoe boxes that are out in the foyer area. Uh, these are going to be filled by October the 31st. So we've got uh, two more weeks to get those boxes filled. And our teams are going to be packing these up and sending them out. So those bins that are out in the foyer, they are also labeled with the ages of the kids, ideas for the gifts that can be purchased for them as well. And if you have any questions regarding the Operation Christmas Child, we would ask that you guys reach out to our youth leaders, uh, Mr. Matt and Miss Amanda. They're sitting in the back there. Our annual Harvest Fest is going to be taking place on Friday night, October the 29th, from 6 to 8. So to help us with this outreach, we would ask that you guys bring individually wrapped candy for us to pass out to the kids. And just a reminder, the kids asked me to remind you guys, king size candy bars are the preference. So I'm just going to throw that out there again because they asked for it. <laughs> um, guys, we also have a Christmas Eve uh, on Christmas Eve, Home Church is going to be putting on a Christmas play this year. And guys, we need volunteers for everything. So we need actors from kids to adults that want to get engaged, people to help out with props, set hands, and more. So we would ask that you guys please sign up if you are interested in helping out in any way possible. Um, Miss Amanda Freeze has a sign-up sheet. So she will be out in the foyer with that sheet. And then just a reminder that the practices are going to begin the first Sunday of November. Church, we have a couple of memorial services that are going to be coming up for some of the loved ones that we've lost recently. So first, on Wednesday, October the 20th at 10 a.m., we will be having a memorial service for Norma Jean Sherwood here at Home Church. On Saturday, October 23rd at 2 p.m., we will be having a memorial service for Wren Banks here at Home Church. And then also on Saturday, October 23rd, there's going to be a memorial service for Ron Libby. Uh, this service is going to be taking place at 11 a.m., uh, this one is going to be held at the Oroville Church of the Nazarene. We also have membership classes that are coming up. Uh, these are going to be taking place on November 7th and November the 14th after second service. So this is a class to learn about what we believe in, and it is also a great place to ask questions. So if any of you that are here with us are not members of Home Church currently, 
if you're interested, we would encourage you to reach out to the church office and let us know what day that you would like to attend so that we can plan accordingly. And just a reminder that lunch uh, will be provided for, the, uh, for that meeting. All right. Uh, song and Word is taking place on Thursday nights at 6.30. So, guys, if you have not been here for the first two Thursday nights, let me tell you, you guys are missing out. So make sure that you guys come out. We want to encourage you to come and join us. It is a time of worship. It is a time of fellowship. And it is a time for us to get into God's word. Um, there's something for everybody. So we have a Spanish Bible class. We have a men's Bible class. We have a women's Bible class. We have a co-ed Bible class. We have our children who are doing quizzing. And for our little ones, we also have nursery available. So we have something for everybody available on Thursday nights. All right. Church, at this time, um, would you please help me welcome Mr. Mike McDaniel. Uh, Mike has an announcement from our church board this morning. Morning, fellow pumpkins. <laughs> Loved it, Jane. That was that was good. Great illustration. I may have to start going to kids' Sunday school. <laughs> probably probably learn a lot. Uh, anyway, the uh, reason I'm here this morning is the church board would like to invite all of you to participate in a in a in an awesome uh, Church of the Nazarene uh, tradition that we have, and that's that uh, the month of October is Pastor Appreciation Month. So you might ask, well, how can I participate? Well, first and foremost pray for our pastor and his family, even more than maybe you usually do. Secondly, um, cards and letters. I have this thing in my hand here. There's actually slips of paper in the foyer and a little basket where you can just write a little note, a thank you note on here or a note of appreciation, put it in the basket. Or if you would like to buy a thank you card or a nice card to, to give to the family, that's, that's another good way you could uh, express your appreciation. Gift cards are always welcome especially for food and restaurants and, and other places that we all know the, the Garcia family likes to go. And then we're also going to do a love offering. You can, you can use your usual methodology for your tithes and offerings to, to provide a love offering to the Garcia family. And I wanted to also mention that October in particular is for pastors, so we're going to recognize Pastor Carlos in October, but we're not going to forget the rest of our staff and our ministry leaders. We're going to do them at a later date. So please join me in, uh, in helping to appreciate, recognize, and thank you, the, the Pastor Carlos and his family, for all they do for our church and for all they do for us. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Mike. All right. So church at this time, uh, we're going to have... Miss Barb, come forward. She is going to uh, share a word with us this morning as we move into our time of tithes and offerings. Thank you, Mike. First of all, I want to welcome our 
praise team. Aren't we blessed to have such a great praise team here at Home Church? Amen. Amen. So I'm going to bless them, and then I want to give you a little story. Heavenly Father, we just thank and praise you for our praise team. We thank you that we can worship you in song, and we pray that you will hear our praises as we sing to you, about you, and for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know that we call that worship, but it isn't the only way that we worship the Lord. We can worship the Lord with our giving. The Bible says that we're to give 10% of our income to God's work. That's our tithe. 10% means tithe. So our income can be something that we work for wages, get a salary for, can be investments, pensions, social security, can be all kinds of income and we're to give 10% of that to the Lord's work. It takes money for ministry. The first 19 years of my marriage, I was a stay-at-home homemaker and mom. And we did not tithe. Dave would always say, we don't have enough money to go around, let alone giving 10% to the church. But the Bible says that God will supply all of our needs. Hmm. So we decided that we would test him. The Bible says we can test him. Did you know that? And so we started giving our 10%. And lo and behold, month after month after month, our bills were all paid Yep. So God is good. Once in a while, we here at church will ask uh, for a little offering of above our tithe, a special uh, thing that's going on. And that is not to come out of our tithe. It is above and beyond the tithe. It's uh, a giving that is different. And the Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. So we give cheerfully and say, thank you, Lord, that you've provided this for us. Uh, we've got things going on right now. Uh, the shoe boxes, uh, the care kits, all of that, that doesn't come out of our tithe. That's in addition to. We have three ways of, of giving. We can give in person, we can give online, and we can give through the United States mail. And so let's right now bow our heads and ask God to bless our giving.
Our Father in heaven, we are so thankful that you have given us the provision so that we can give our tithes and offerings. And we pray that we here at Home Church would be wise in the use of your money for ministry. Thanks for every person who gives, Lord. Bless them and provide for them. And we ask the blessing upon it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Amen. Thank you so much. We so appreciate that word. Amen. Amen, church. Amen. Amen. God says, test me. Who's tested God up in this place? Yes. Well, so before we start, a couple things. Um, Hannah, you got to keep that going, please. Yeah, this is all about you right now. I don't know if you know this church, but it's Hannah's birthday. Amen. And uh, so we're going to say happy birthday, but we're going to do something a little different today uh, because I'm so proud of her. Not only is she going to college, she's faithful to church. She loves God, loves worship. How many know it's hard to find a young lady these days that's serving the Lord? And so I just, I want to, today we're going to do something a little different. After first service and before second service, whoever purchases coffee in the coffee house, um, all the proceeds are going to go to Hannah, and then Hannah is going to choose what ministry she wants those proceeds to go to. (laughs) So um, let's say happy birthday on three. One, two, three. Happy birthday! Amen. We do have a praise. Our brother, um, uh, Albert, um, if you, as you know, he had COVID, but he has broken free from this disease. Amen. And we also have um, our brother, Steve Clayton. We want to pray for him and his wife, Kathy Clayton. So if I could please have uh, Mr. Matt, could you come up real quick and pray for our brother Steve Clayton. He's in the hospital right now recovering from surgery. Just say a blessing over him and Kathy Clayton. Um, Let's bow our heads church before we start this morning. Amen. Lord, we uh, come before you, ask you to bless and heal the Clayton family, to be with Steve through his recovery, to be with the medical staff who is working on him, and to be with Kathy in spirit as she has to deal with all of the emotional aftermath of all of this. We lift them up to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand church this morning. We're going to sing that song, Peace Like a River. Maybe this morning you might not have peace. Maybe you may be going with some, some crazy things in life. But I want to encourage you to sing out these words. How many know words have power? And there's power in the name of Jesus. And that's what we're singing to this morning. Amen. I got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got joy. And I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a 
can testify who's free this morning. Amen. We are free. service and pray over the service, please. Glory, glory, hallelujah, sir. Thank you, sir, for this wonderful day. Thank you for our home, Nazareth Church. We are happy to stay here with you Fill our hearts to God. We are listening to you. Use our pastor for fear our hearts and our men. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If we can remain standing this morning as we read the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 13, it says right here. It says, you are the, what's that word? Salt. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, musicians and all those singers, Carlos, Hannah, Marlene, Sylvia, Jan, Majesta. Thank you so very much. We appreciate you this morning. So I want to, man, I am so, you have no idea, like uh, Jane said earlier, I am so proud of our uh, quizzers. Um, I have a little announcement right here. It says right here. So we had 14 kids compete at the quiz off. And um, we had the red and blue division. Red division um, is the first through third grade. 
Madison Metzger place first. You know, it was so amazing to see, too, as the, as the kids were watching their peers get first place, second, they were excited for them. It was a beautiful thing to see. They weren't pouting and um, getting upset. They were excited for them. Uh, let's see. Imani Garcia placed second. <laughs> Blue uh, level, level quizzers are third grade to sixth grade. And our team placed first. Uh, with a score of 920, that's competing with the other churches, our team, and then so Bella Painter only missed one question. Uh, the following quizzers received gold medals for scores over 90% higher. Uh, Bella Painter, Rose Robinson, Mateo Garcia, Uriah and also Mackenzie uh, Metzger. Wow. What a, what a blessing that is. Uh, speaking of kids, I got a quick praise report right here um, before we start. <clears throat> so I overheard my kids talking about uh, newspaper. Carlson Mateo, and I'm thinking, newspaper. And then, it's, oh, it's an assignment for class. All right, cool. And then uh, there's a dad, you should check out my newspaper. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. You know, um, right now I'm a little, you know, and dad, you should check out this newspaper. Next thing I know, I'm at the school and I see my son Mateo with a newspaper. And there's kids giving him money and he's handing them papers. <laughs> and I'm like, what's in that paper? Uh, you don't see that every day, you know? And uh, so Carlos, my older son, says, Dad, it's blowing up. I said, what, what is he doing? He said, we're, remember the newspaper we told you about? We're, we made a newspaper, a, a weekly paper, and we sell it on Wednesdays and Fridays, and the kids come and give him 25 cents for the weekly news, for the school weekly news, and they called it, because it's Carlos and Mateo, Carteo Beasley News. <laughs> yeah. I, so it says right here, top story. Top, folks, this is big. This is bigger than Reno Cazette right here. <laughs> top story. In music, in music, every class, either pa uh, every student passed or did not pass uh, the white belt, we congratulate all who did pass and wish better luck for the ones who didn't. Have a good day and keep playing music. Um, it says right here, Bible verse of the day. Then the, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. Your lives will produce every kind of good fruit all uh, while you grow and learn God better. Colossians 1, 10. Student interview. They interviewed a student. We asked a kid in Bud Beasley about the new instrument for fourth grade and fifth grade. This is big news, guys. And what they thought about it. He said, I feel good about it, and I think it's a good step up. I feel like everyone uh, should get the white belt, and I'm excited to know who got it. Uh, the white belt, Friday, Tanner won the white belt. Congratulations, Tanner. Uh, we have here birthdays this month. If you have a birthday this month, tell us. We will put it in the newspaper. And then I'm looking down right here, and it says, add, 
Home Church of the Nazarene, El Rancho Drive. Service time is 9 a.m., 10.30 p.m. <laughs> he told me that, Dad, there's kids giving me money ahead of time. They give me 50 cents so they don't have to give me the money. They could just come and get the paper. So, folks, just in case, you might, just in case Reno Cazette leaves, you might be seeing Carteo News. Amen? Amen. I want to give God praise because it's people like Jane, it's people like Mr. Juan, it's people like you in our church who inspire, who, who help our children. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Who, who, who back our children in everything that they do. And we are so blessed. So I'm so proud of you, uh, Mateo, and all the kids here in this place. Amen. I want to talk about uh, this thing called salt. Somebody say salt. 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 Um, our church, by God's grace, has accomplished many things, like churches that's been around for a long time can sometimes rest on the laurels of their success of the past, if you know what I'm talking about. They can, and, and that can be, it's good to, 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 to be excited about what God has done in the past, but how many know it can be scary to not move forward in what God wants to do in our church? And um, we can lose the edge of the most important area of ministry and it's more than just giving people money and, and feeding the hungry. It's winning souls to Jesus Christ. And at some point in our lives, we were talking to everybody about Jesus, uh, but now maybe satisfied, content. And what's crazy is Jesus Christ can come back at any moment. How I many you know we are in the last days? Amen. And are we concerned about our unsaved family members, friends, coworkers, people who don't know him? Are we concerned? The Spirit of the Lord is pressing on me to press on you about this. We have the truth of the gospel. Jesus Christ died on the cross for the sins of the world, forgave us, was buried, and did what no other person ever has done, conquered death and the grave. Amen? is now sitting at the right hand of the Father and is coming back for me and you that we may have eternal life. Amen. Amen. He says we need to be the salt of the earth by sharing the gospel of Jesus. But that's not the only thing that he's challenging me on. Um, our church's mission statement and vision statement, loving people to Jesus through discipleship, dedication, Duplication, loving people to Jesus through discipleship, dedication, duplication. It, it's not loving people to Jesus so they may be believers, but loving people to Jesus that they may be disciples. I mean, you know, we talked about that last week. It's a big difference, amen? Believer, disciple. It's not just a church thing or a pastor thing, it's an every person thing who has a relationship with Jesus is called to make disciples every person and i don't know why i feel like uh, when i say that like i said a few weeks ago i said it last week i feel tension i feel not because someone's angry but i feel tension because someone feels they're not qualified to do that they feel it's the board's job or maybe the pastor's job they feel they feel they're not good enough that they they're not qualified they haven't studied enough but i'm gonna tell you this morning you will never feel qualified. Never. 
How many know God doesn't call the qualified? He qualifies the called. And he's called you and I to make disciples. The truth is, wherever you are in life right now, I hope you can say you're further now than you were last year. I don't know about you. I'm not really where I want to be, but I'm so glad I'm not where I used to be. I'm being real, church. I am so glad I'm not where I used to be. No matter where you are in life, there is somebody, you and I, can help. No matter where we are in life, no matter how low we are, how high we are, there is somebody there who is less fortunate than us that we can help. Do we have a burden for the lost? Do we have a passion like Jesus? Can we look over the city and cry and weep? For those who don't know him. Because time is running out. In Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, there's a sermon on the mount. And Jesus talks about life. He covers a multitude of different areas. He's talking about marriage, uh, suing people. Uh, he's talking about attitude, the attitudes we should have. He's talking about praying. He's talking about fasting. And he says something incredible right here. In 13, he says, you are the salt of the earth. I think that's pretty awesome. He could have called us anything. He could have called us metal. He could have called us brick. You are the brick. Of the, he could have called us dirt. You're the dirt of the earth. But... He uses salt. I grew up in church, man. I've heard this. I've heard sermons on salt all my life. I'm thinking, why does he call us salt? How many know salt's an amazing thing? Salt is a, a wonderful thing. I love salt. Um, it, it, its scientific name is sodium chloride. It's 40% sodium and 60% chloride. It has 14,000 uses. And so I'm going to give you three today, and then we'll start on the other 13,997 next week. Okay? So we're running out of time right now, but let me try to hurry this up. This is going to be a series I've titled Sodium Chloride. Amen. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about how we can be the salt of the earth. And um, this is a church-wide mandate. It's not just for the board members. It's not just for the staff. It's a church-wide mandate. Can somebody say amen? amen? Salt of the earth. So I want to look at the three areas that salt is good for right here. The three primary uses of salt. Number one. Salt is a seasoning. Somebody say seasoning. seasoning. It's a seasoning. Salt is a seasoning. I don't know about you, but I love to cook. I love to cook. I love to cook for people that I love. Um, I love to cook. I love to get in that kitchen sometimes. It's like a, it kind of relieves some stress. I love to get in there and, and, and cook some, some eggs and some bacon, some steak, you know, uh, grill some asparagus. You know, I did something the other day that was kind of trippy. I took some... Uh, I, I, whoever grills some pineapple 
grow some pineapple, you know. But you take, you take these things and, and you know, it's, it's, it's good by itself, but sometimes you got to add a little salt to the food. Because what the salt does, the salt pulls out the flavor in what you're eating. Salt, salt can pull the flavor out of the asparagus. It can pull the flavor out of, any cooks in the house? Yeah? Uh, uh, anybody like watching cooking shows? Yeah, like Chef's Table. What about, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Emeril? You guys watch Emeril? What does he, what does he do? What does he say? What does he say? Bam. I like, there you go. I like that. Bam. He, 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 I love watching this guy, his passion for cooking. And he takes a little bit of salt and he says, bam. And he adds it. And then they, they pass it around and they all taste. And they're like, oh, it's wonderful. Like you never hear a bad review. It's always good, you know. You know, I don't know if someone's lying, if they're like, you better say it's good, you know, but it's always good. He's like, man, this thing, it's always good. They put the salt on it, and I've learned, you, when you use salt to prepare meals, sometimes I pour a little extra salt on my food where I'm at the restaurant, when I'm eating, you know, biscuits and gravy, and I, I pour a little salt because it's, it's designed to help pull the flavor out of food, and it helps us get the best taste out of the food. So when Jesus says you are the salt of the earth, he is saying, I have put something in you to help you pull the best out of people, to help you pull the best out of someone. He says, you are the salt of the earth. And I've put something in you that when you, it's going to pull the best out of someone. Can you, can you pull the best out of someone? Or do you pull the worst out of people? God has put people in our life to pull the best out of. God has put people in our life to pull the best out of us. I mean, we couldn't have done that on our own. He's placed people in our life. And he's placing people in our life. The question is, will we stop being, what's that word? Um, Self-centered, narcissistic. Will we stop focusing on ourselves this morning? Take our eyes off ourselves and put it on somebody else. Can I get an amen, church? How many know that life is not about us? It saddens me, and I'm sure you know somebody out there, that every email is about them. Every phone call they make to you is about them. Every time they go to the store, it's about them. Every time they go to the hospital, it's about them. Every time they talk to you, it's about them. Amen? I can't even get amens right now because it might be about them. <laughs> it's, about, it's about them. see, it's not about us. God's called us to be the salt of the earth. We're called to be a seasoning to pull the flavor out of somebody. Can you look at somebody and see something in them that nobody else sees? Can you, can you see a teenager and say, everybody sees right here a, 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 a hoodlum. Everybody sees right here. They see something, but I see a man of God. I can see something in you that no one else sees. And I'm going to put some salt on you. I want to pull that flavor out. I want to pull that out. I want to pull that out of you. As I invite you to church, as I tell you about our church, as I, I, want to, I want to help pull that flavor out that's in there that nobody else sees. 
That's what excites me, church. I, that's where I get my fulfillment. The question is, who are you seizing? Number two, salt is a preservative. Somebody say preservative. 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 It has the ability to preserve the freshness. Amen? And all kinds of foods. Back before they had refrigerators, they would use salt. They would put the salt on the meat. Jeannie, you just went hunting and you got some deer and you put salt on meat you put salt on fish you put they'd put salt in in the vegetables to keep it from decaying to preserve what causes something to decay it's when water when liquids get into the meat into the fish and it has materials that cause decay but what salt does salt pulls the water out, and when it pulls the water out, it also pulls out the decay. God has called you and I to be the salt of the earth. How many of you know our world is full of decay? Amen. And when we're the salt of the earth, when we're his salt, we go out into the community and we suck out the decay in the community. We go into our schools and we suck out the decay in our schools. We go to our unsafe family's house and we suck out the decay in our unsafe family. We pull out the decay because we're the salt of the earth. But what are we trying to preserve, though? We try to preserve the church, the building. We're called to preserve truth the truth of the gospel. That's what we're called to preserve. We're called to preserve the truth. And John, Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you. Some translations say make you free. But the truth is decaying. And our job is to preserve the truth, whether people like it or not. Thank you, brother. Because we live in a day and age where People don't want to know the truth. Right? They don't want to know you can tell them Jesus Christ can set you free from being an alcohol, an alcoholic. They don't want to know the truth. They want to continue living the way. I'm talking about a truth that Jesus says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That kind of truth. That you don't have to be somebody you're not. You can, you can look in the mirror and love yourself because Jesus loves you just how you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. How many of people haven't accepted because they listen to the devil, to the world, that they need to be something they're not? And you know it, break up, it breaks God's heart that people are dissatisfied at the way God made them. We need to learn to appreciate how God made us, amen? The color of our skin, the, our hair, we're unique in his eyes. We're different, we're special. They, I'm just going to say it. There are people who accepted the lie that God made a mistake when they were born. They were born a man, but they were supposed to be a woman. That's a lie from the pit of hell. 
And we are called as a church to love those people, to show them God's word, to show them that God loves them how they are. They don't have to bow to peer pressure or to the culture to try to be something they're not because, because what they're missing is Jesus in their life. Amen. We need to preserve truth. The truth is we need to be under someone's authority and teaching. But the devil tells you, you ain't got to listen to nobody. But I want to say this morning, someone who is not under someone's authority, I don't care what it looks like on the outside, inside, mentally, they will become out of control. They'll become out of control. And when I say out of control, I'm not talking about Tasmanian devil, but emotionally, mentally, It'd be out of control. And that's why we need to be under the authority God's given us. Amen? Amen. We, need to, so we need to humble ourselves. Amen. There might be somebody out of control this morning sitting next to you. Husbands, don't say Amen. Church, I'm being serious. You never know. There might be somebody sitting next to you that's out of control. Go ahead and look around. See who you can find who it is. Okay? They're looking straight ahead. That's them. That's them right there. Amen. I'm just joking. Number one, salt is a seasoning. Number two, salt is a what? Preservative. Number three. Number three, salt is a catalyst. Somebody say catalyst. Oh, I love this. When you put salt and you mix it with certain things. Uh, I'm sure I can ask Megan right now. It's Megan, she's up in the kitchen all the time cooking up some things. So, Megan, when you put salt in things, it, it's, like, it's a chemical uh, reaction, right? You put salt in water, there's a chemical reaction. You put salt on ice, what's, it, what's the salt do to the ice? It melts the ice. And so when you put your saltiness, your godly saltiness to somebody's cold heart, sometimes it's just going to melt away. Amen. As corny as that sounds, church, it's the truth. Are you the salt of the earth? It's a purifier as a catalyst. I was talking to somebody who has a well. Who has a well in this place? Anybody has a well? Anybody drinks? Not, not a whale, but a, a well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should, uh, you know, uh, and, and I was talking. They, they, 300 feet down, there's a pump. And they say before they drink the water, it has to go through a filtration system. And they keep the pur- purification clean. By adding salt to the water. Check this. Church, I'm loving it. So when the water passes through, it will clean out the purification system from all the impurities. Amen. Oh, my gosh. So, so, okay. So you're saying, Pastor, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is life is a purification system. And when you're the salt of the earth, your purification system. I'm telling you, you take the salt and you, and, and, and you put it in your home. When you put it in your spouse, when you put it in your family, it will clean out all the impurities. That's in your home, that's in your car, that's at the workplace, that's around you, that surrounds you. Are you the salt of the earth? Are you a catalyst? So number one, who are you seasoning? Are you preserving truth? Is truth the forefront of your life? Are you speaking and holding up his truth? Are you a catalyst for change?
when you're put on the spot, when you're, when you're in a situation, when you're driving down the road and somebody gives you the bird. That happened to me yesterday. And it wasn't even my fault. The lady at the traffic center says, come on, let's go, let's move. And I'm going, and he doesn't listen, and he's screaming and yelling at me. And I'm like, man, I, when you're put in that situation, does your saltiness, is there a chemical reaction that? Or is it the opposite? Does it blow up? <laughs> you know, what, what, is, what is your salt like? Is it flavorful? Is there a chemical reaction, Matthew? Because if not, we'll be like the salt he's talking about right here. He says, but if the salt loses its flavor, but if, but if you lose your flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You see, salt is and was a very valuable thing. And something that is valuable normally doesn't get tossed out, let alone trampled on. Jesus is saying he's trying to show them something that's so valuable and precious that can be used for so many things that if it loses its flavor, not only is it tossed, but it's so worthless that you're going to walk on it. He's trying to paint a picture for the disciples, saying, so what are you saying, pastor? If we lose our flavor, we will be useless in his kingdom. If we lose our flavor of the salt that he can give us, we will be useless in this life. And I'm going to tell you, church, this morning, by God's grace, I don't want to be damned. But I want the God of heaven, the chef of the world, to take my salt and say, bam. I want to be the salt of the earth. I don't want to lose my flavor. I don't want to sit in church and be bitter. I don't want to sit in church and be upset. I want to give my heart to God. I want to surrender. I want to come under the authority. I want to submit. I want to serve. I want to be the salt of the earth that when sorry Luke I can pull out the flavor in somebody's life I can pull out the flavor in this world I can preserve and I can be a catalyst amen amen let's bow our heads this morning Sodium chloride. This morning we're going to be receiving communion. And before we do that, um, this morning maybe you're, maybe you're sitting here in church. You say, Pastor Carlos, I, I don't know Jesus. He's not living in my heart. He's not living in my life. And I, I want to make it right. I want to ask Christ into my heart and my life. If that's you this morning. You say, Pastor I want to give my life to Jesus. No one's looking around. This is just between you and God. You raise your hand right now. Say, Pastor, that's me. Amen. God sees that hand. Anybody else? Say, Pastor, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God sees that hand. I'm going to hold it out. Anybody else? You say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. If I was to die today, 
I don't know where I would spend eternity, but you want to make sure this morning, you want to know that you would make heaven your home. You say, Pastor Carlos, pray for me. You raise your hand. Amen. God sees our hands. Thank you for your honest hearts. Anybody else? Anybody else? Amen. Amen. For those who raise their hand, I want you to repeat after me. And if you didn't, I want you to repeat this prayer. You say, Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I believe you died on the cross for me. And you rose on the third day. And I believe you're coming back. Help me to be the person you've called me to be. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have my sister uh, Jeannie come and pray. Say a blessing. I'm going to read the scripture, and if she could come and just uh, say a blessing over the element as we receive this morning. If you don't have a, uh, a communion cup, please raise your hand if you don't have one. Anyone here don't have one? Carlos, you do me a favor. Can you grab a few, and we'll yeah, thank you so very much. Does anybody need a, a communion cup as we receive communion this morning? Anybody at all? Raise your hand. If you don't have okay. Praise God. Amen. scripture here real quick and our sister's going to pray it says right here in Matthew 26 26 to 28 and as they were eating Jesus took bread blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said take eat this is my body let's eat this morning as we uh, take this bread May we be the salt. May our, may you, your broken body, work through us in such a way that we can be salt to those around us. Amen. Amen. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Father God, as we drink this cup, may we remember your blood that cleansed us and may what we do and those around us, may it just draw out all the yuck and may you help cleanse others through us as you move through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Cause I 
Yes, I know He holds the future and life is worth the living just because He lives. Let's sing that out one more time, sure, it's that chorus one more time. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. but I want to be the salt of the earth. I don't ever want to lose my flavor. Amen? Amen. So if I come around you and start sprinkling salt on you, don't be, don't be scared. Okay? Amen. Amen. Who received from the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. Brother Grant, could you please come and dismiss us with a prayer? Please, I'd appreciate it. Keep coming take a hold of this mic here, and uh, amen. I want to encourage you, church. Um, Hannah's birthday, remember, all proceeds will go to a ministry here in the church that she uh, wants it to. Right here, brother. Yes. And uh, Thursday night, I'd love to see you at Thursday night Bible study. Who's enjoying Thursday nights? Amen. What a beautiful time. Amen. Dismiss us, my brother. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us all here today. Please let us have this lesson remain in our hearts. Let us remember to maintain our saltiness and be a positive influence to others in our lives and preserve your goodwill inside of ourselves. You're the greatest of them all, Lord, King above all kings, blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel. If it's within your will, bring us home safely and allow us to spread your dominion through others by just allowing us to disperse our saltiness into the lives of other people. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us here together. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate it.